Chapter 6 The Mind-Body Effect Optimism is Contagious Belief is the Key When we talk about faith and belief, we have to turn to the scriptures. Go your way and as you have believed, so be it done unto you. That simple statement cuts both ways, like a two-edged sword or a lock and key. Belief is the key that can unlock the right door for everyone. So th that means for getting rid, rid of the luck that imprisons people, keeping them from ever knowing success. It is a power everyone has but few consciously use. No individual possesses more of it than any other. Therefore, the question isn't whether we have faith, it's whether we use it correctly. Belief is a positive force. Positive force is the promise of realizing things hoped for and unseen. As a negative force, it is the premonition of our deepest fears and unseen darkness. Many people lead lives of quiet desperation, having many days and nights spent in a state of anxiety. There is no such thing as an absence of faith. It's always one kind or another, optimism or cynicism and despair. Much has been written for centuries about a self-fulfilling prophecy. A self-fulfilling pr prophecy is a statement that it's neither true nor false, but that may become true if believed. If we have lectured and written much about the fact that the mind can't distinguish, can't distinguish between things real and things vividly imagined, which is why faith and belief are so important. For example, when our fears and worries turn into anxiety, anxiety, we suffer distress. Distress activates our induction system, changing the production of hormones and antibodies. Our immune system becomes less active, our resistance levels are lowered, we become more vulnerable to bacteria viruses and other ever-present hazards. There is evidence that some forms of asthma are psychosomatic, more related to a smothering relationship with a doting parent that to, than to outside allergens. In some cases, pictures of goldenrod were enough to bring an attack of hay favor, fever. In many cases, what we expect to happen, what we believe will happen makes it happen. The powerful loneliness and hurt associated with what we call a broken heart can indeed lead to heart problems. There is also an apparent link between bottled up emotions and the growth of some cancerous tumors. Some splitting headaches might be precipitated by being pulled in opposite directions. A rigid personality and suppressed rage have been identified as factors in some cases of arthritis. No doubt you're familiar with the placebo effect. Did you know that placebo literally means I shall please? Placebos are inert substances given to some volunteers in a given, uh, given study while other volunteers are treated with experimental drugs, whose effect is tested by measuring the difference in response to the powerless placebo and to the drug. For example, one group of volunteers volunteers who had just had their wisdom teeth extracted were given morphine to alleviate their pain. 
the others swallow the placebo they believe to be morphine. Many of the placebo's recipients said they experienced dramatic relief from their pain. However, when the drug that blocks the effects of the interfin was given them, the pain returned almost immediately. The test confirms something very important. When a patient believes he or she has been given a pain reliever, the brain releases chemicals to substantiate the belie that belief. In some cases, the brain produces chemicals previously inhibited or impaired in individuals with certain diseases. Parkinson's disease patients were given a placebo they were told was an anti-Parkinson's drug. As a result, their ability to move increased. Brain scans revealed that their brains became activated in the areas that control movement and the dopamine was being produced naturally by brain's own pharmacy. I share, I share with many audiences a true story about a mom, about a man named Nick. Nick, a strong, healthy railroad yardman, go along well with his fellow workers and was consistently reliable on job, on the job. However, he was a deep pessimist who invariably feared the most. One summer day, the train crews were told they could quit an hour early in honor of the foreman's birthday. When the other workmen left the site, Nick, the notorious warrior, was accidentally locked in an insulated refrigerated boxcar that was in the yard for repairs. He panicked, he shouted and banged until his voice went hoarse and his fists were bloody. The noises, if anyone heard them, were assumed to be coming from a nearby playground or from another trains backing in and out of the yard. Nick reckoned the temperature in the car was zero degrees. If I can't get out, he thought I'll freeze to death. He found a cardboard cardboard box. Shivering uncontrollably, he scrolled a message to his wife and family. So cold, bad is getting numbed. If I could just go to sleep, this may be my last word. The next words. This may be my last words. The next morning, the crew slid open the boxcar's heavy doctors and found Nick's body. An autopsy revealed that every physical sign indicated he had frozen to death. But the car's refrigeration unit was inoperative. inoperative. The temperature inside was about 61 degrees and there was plenty of fresh air. Nick's fear had become a self-fulfilling prophecy. So be careful with what you believe and pretend to be. It may come to pass. Our brains are so amazing that they can be trained to create the opposite effect of the negative. Vodou likes story, true story of Nick. It was a Saturday in November and Arnold Limerand was taking a stroll. He heard some children screaming and hurried over to where they had been playing a near construction site. A massive cast iron pipe had become dislodged and had rolled down on top of the children, printing five-year-old filled tooth against the earth. The boy's head was being forced into the dirt directly under the huge pipe and certain suffocation appeared to be imminent. Arnold Limerand looked around but there was no one to help him in an attempted rescue. He did the only thing he could. He reached down and lifted the 1,800 pound cast iron pipe of Philip's head off Philip's head. After the incident, he tried again to lift the pipe and could not even budge it. His grown sons tried to move it but they failed as well. In an interview later with the Associated Press, Mr. Limerand who was 56 at that time said that he had suffered a major 
heart attack six years ago, six years before. I tried to avoid heavy lifting. He smiled with the young boy's arms around his neck. I called him to verify the story and it was true. We read about some miraculous power surges every so often, don't we? We hear of grandmothers lifting cars and firemen making impossible rescues in burning buildings exhibiting superhuman strength. Those kind of stories used to sound rather told to me. Since I've always been a man to check that source and document the advice that people give me as to its validity, I began to learn about how the mind can affect the body and how our thoughts can give us naturally high or make us ill. I was in Sarasota Sarasota, Florida, serving as president of the International Society for Advanced Education, a nonprofit foundation formed by Dr. Juna Salk and other leading health scientists who study preventive medicine and a holistic approach to wellness. The society was sponsoring continuing medical education seminars in cooperation with the University of Pittsburgh, University of Nebraska, Johns Hopkins University, Hopkins University. Harvard University and other medical schools. At some of the seminars many years ago, presenters described a research to commend the existence of substances in our brains similar to morphine and heroin. Over 30 years ago, they looked at receptor areas in the brain which acts locks that only this unknown substance would fit, like keys. It was discovered that our brains contain these keys in the form of natural hormones. Several have been identified including enkephalin, endorphin, endorphin, beta-endorphin, and dynorphin. All of these hormones serve as natural pain relievers many times more powerful than morphine. Beta-endorphin is 190 times more potent than morphine. Scientists already know that hormones play an important role in regulating certain of our bio biological processes. Adrenaline is the hormone that enables us to fight or flee in the face of danger in response to a call for peak physical performance. Insulin regulates the sugar levels in our blood. Now, this later discoveries have proven that morphine-like hormones are being manufactured in our own bodies to black pain and give us a natural high. In one test unit using the endorphin supplied with a SOC institute, Japanese researchers injected minute amounts, minute amounts of hormone into 14 me, men, into 14 men and women suffering intense pain from cancer. From a single injection, they all felt relief from their pain for one to three days. In other experience, 14 experimenters were given endorphin, endorphin during labor. All reported radiated and lasting pain relief and delivered normal babies. You've heard of the visual cycle in which one problem gives way to another problem, leading back to the first problem. Negative thinking deprives the body of endorphins, leading to depression, leading back to more negative thinking. Now, let's reverse the process. There is a growing scientific evidence that positive mental attitudes and beliefs actually create a natural high to help the individual withstand pain, overcome depression, turn stress into energy, and gather strength to persevere. Physical exercise also aids in this process. In one related study, actors were wired to electrodes and electrodes and connected to blood catheters. They were then asked to perform various scenes. When they portrayed characters who were angry or depressed or without hope, 
endorphin levels drop. When the same cold for cold for emoting joy, confidence, and love, endorphins increase dramatically. If our thoughts can cause the brain to release adrenaline from their adrenal glands, have a six-year-old heart patient lift and lift and one thousand eight hundred pound pipe of a boy's head. And if our thoughts can produce natural endorphins, even when we are acting our roles, there are fifty to hundred to one hundred and ninety times as powerful as morphine. Is it not possible for us to use being happiness? Is is it is it not possible for us to use this this power of optimism in our everyday lives? With the only side effect being happiness. When people ask me why I'm so optimistic and high on life, I tell them I'm on endorphins. Say it figures. We know you were on something. Question. What do you feel about the statement? What in the mind harbors the body manifests in some way? Action. Think and speak well of your health today. There is a psychosomatic relationship between your thoughts and your physiological responses.